<coughs> There's a um, tradition in tournament play to not talk about the next step until you've climbed the one in front of you. I'm sure going to the state finals is beyond your wildest dreams, so let's just keep it right there. Forget about the crowds, the size of the school, their fancy uniforms, and remember what got you here. Focus on the fundamentals that we've gone over time and time again. And most important, don't get caught up thinking about winning or losing this game. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. Okay? What is up, Rio Hondo football fans? Who is ready for the state regionals? We haven't said that in quite some time, 11 years to be exact. And I don't know how you guys are doing this week. It's been a long week already. Uh, patiently waiting to get this thing kicked off up in Central California to Larry, to be exact, roughly 185 miles from Rio Hondo Prep at 5150 Farna Avenue, uh, doing everything we can to keep this team fired up after last week's CIF Southern Section Division 9 Championship, the 15th in school history. And it's kind of like coming off of that huge win, arguably the biggest in school history, definitely the biggest championship win. It's kind of like, all right, what now? Well, 
guess what? What now? We have more football to be played. A uh, regional up in uh, Tulare against Mission Oak. And uh, the winner of that will advance to the Division 4A state championship against a representative from the North. We won't even talk about those two opponents yet because in the famous words of Coach Normandale, who you heard from there in the intro from the movie Hoosiers, absolutely one of my favorite films of all time. And at one time was kind of our our dream as a high, as a high school group of guys. Got my, for those not watching, got my Hickory jersey on here. I saw this in a mall one time and I said, they didn't have my size. It was too big. It wasn't the right number. I said, I got to have a Hickory jersey. So uh, for the occasion, the first time, well, second time in school history, but Real Hondo, step, Real Hondo Prep is on the doorstep of playing in a state championship. Uh, that dream would just be phenomenal. And, and you know, last week's win, so much emotion went into it. It was so dramatic. It was, it was full of everything and, and built up all season to get to that 15th title. Right, the uh, honor the nineteen seventy three team and to uh, win fifty years later and to do something that the school had never done before and winning at a high level in Division Nine. Well, um, you know what? We get to do one more thing possibly that has never been done in school history, and that is win a state regional game and advance to the state championship. Um, this format um, started, I think, in the early. That was the late, uh, like 2009, 2008, somewhere in there. I think a couple of our teams, championship teams and runner-up teams there kind of were on the on the uh, the doorstep or the cut. Back then, when they first started this thing, there was only three state championships. There was a Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three. Um, they chose the three best teams from the South, who they thought they were based on enrollment, right? Oaks Christian, I think, was the, the original Division Three representative. Um, and it went by enrollment. I know that's weird, uh, but it went just three representatives. And, and I, I can't remember who the, the initial game was. It was De La Salle up there always playing, uh, you know, Long Beach Poly or Modern Day or someone. But um, that was originally how it went. Then after a few years, it went to five different uh, divisions. There was an open division, a division uh, one, two, and three still after that. And then a quote, small schools division, because they wanted to try to get more, you know, the little guys in there, right? Cause there was no way uh, someone like real Honda was going to get to like a division three with just five or three divisions playing. So, uh, and, and one of the first, I, just, I think it was the first school that was chosen um, as the uh, small school division was St. Margaret's and um, who we played in the first round, again, a little history there. And they uh, beat a team, I think it was called Hamilton from way up uh, north, and they destroyed them. And uh, uh, fun fact, I was actually on the chain crew there at the Home Depot Center as often I got to go down and uh, work the chains for the, the state games. And I just loved it. It was two games Friday, three games Saturday. I didn't, I wasn't working the chains all the games, but I stayed there all day and watched cha state championship games. I love the, the dynamics of the North versus South. Anyway, that's a brief history on this whole thing. And then I think it was, I'm not sure uh, whenever 2012 was because our guys, it may have, it may, I'm trying to think at that time, it was still small schools division and our guys were selected for a regional. And um, so it was one of, I think only five state regional games. Uh, they added an extra round. They added the regional round, right. To, so that more teams could get involved. And then as we see it now, now all the section champions, um, all 10 14, excuse me, in the Southern section and the, the two, the, however many, four or five in the, in the San Diego section. And I think there's five up in the central section. They all clash uh, in uh, the city section as well into the Southern regionals. And that's why there's 14 divisions, 1A, 2A, 1A, 1AA. Anyway, hopefully you guys understand that. You could see all that in the, uh, the CIF bulletin, the state bulletin, and just kind of, kind of giving you a little brief history of uh, my understanding of it all. And kind of, I've been along 
for this uh, a long time. And I remember thinking to myself, man, it would be awesome if Rio Hondo could play in a state championship or a regional or whatever. And now uh, that reality is here. And uh, the song there, uh, Angels and Airwaves, called The Adventure. And uh, it's kind of a little tribute to the guys from 2005. I'm a little partial. My brother was on that team. But those guys in 05, they did something that had never been done before in school history, winning an 11-man championship after, you know, coming up short uh, in 04, the, the year before. So to come back in 05, I think that was one of their like theme songs kind of going about the future. I could be wrong. I didn't, I didn't fact check it with my brother, but I remember it. And, and some of the lyrics honestly uh, spoke to me too. And and if you, uh, if you Google them up um, and, and check them out, it was kind of like, I was trying to think of a song for the, for the, for the weekend, for the, uh, for the show and always like coming up uh, with something uh, unique or builds on the game or whatever. And uh, so this one kind of jumped out at me and I uh, forgot to mention, uh, we have a great guest on the show today. My good friend, Todd Carson, who is coming to us from way up in Northern California, up, the, up by the Oregon border. Uh, he's making the trek down again for the, for the regional game. And he's bringing some, uh, he's bringing some other people with him. We'll get into that with him, but he's bringing some people from Oregon. I think some people from uh, other parts of Northern California. So we'll get into all that. I know uh, Todd is extremely proud of his younger brother, Mark, um, for leading the cares and, and Todd, Todd, one time coached real Hondo football on the varsity side of things. He really developed, uh, offensive linemen in the 11 man era. And I know a lot of guys uh, have great uh, respect for him. And so we'll get into all that, but, uh, back to the song real quick. Uh, I want to have the same last dream again, the one where I wake up and I'm alive and it got, just hit me after last week's game. Like, I want to do that. I want to have that same feeling again. I want to, I want to relive that dream. And I'll let you guys check out the lyrics. They don't, they don't, they're not all perfect. It's hard to find those, those perfect songs uh, out there. But uh, it mentions dearest friends. Uh, if your hope has burned with, with time, anything that's dead shall be regrown. And I don't think anything is, is dead there. It's just, uh, and your vicious pain, your warning sign. I think our boys are going through some pains and struggles and uh, not, not anything super negative, just, Man, after 14 football games, the body has to be hurting, especially after that last week's grinder. And um, man, so I'm thinking of these guys and and kind of the the lyrics there is life is waiting to begin. It's kind of like life life's already going, but this kind of dream, this dream season it continues and we get a chance to kind of hold off on life. All of us, not just the boys, but all of us get to, uh, you know, tag along and, and ride ride along with that bus into the journey the great adventure that it is anyway i'll look at, i'll let you guys look at some of the other um lyrics on there um outside of the song check them out i think it, it kind of it's kind of speaks a little bit to the journey in the season so far and uh just like every single if you're gonna fail if you're gonna fall i'll let you know that i'll pick you up like you like you you for i so a lot of a lot of symbolism there i think and that's kind of why i jumped on it and was like yep that's the one i knew i had to start the show though with uh the hoosiers quote the hoosiers uh again one of my favorite movies of all time you know i know you're like basketball matt you're five foot six or whatever you are um our class man you know we had the privilege of of being 11 man football our senior year and and that went great but we were a basketball class we really were i was the only guy in my class who liked football and these guys seemed to like, really like basketball so i was like fine i'll run around and hit people or do whatever you guys need take charges i'll be a really good screen screen setter and uh, every now and then i'll make some backdoor layups and stuff but devin drain bill ritter jordan ross great basketball players um Ryan Westerbordy, who you guys see at games, he was a class above me, giant, uh, that size in high school, six, seven or whatever. So uh, he was great to play with. And then uh, Landon Goodwell, freshman when I was a junior, uh, sophomore when, when we were seniors. So we had some great basketball runs. Not, not quite as great as who I'm going to have on the podcast today in Todd Carson. His team, 
back in 1990, not only did they win the uh, CIF championship after we had had an eight year hiatus from winning in 82 to 90, uh, his class, uh, his senior class and, and teammates really dominated that senior year of football in 1990 and then went right into basketball and went all the way to the finals, unfortunately lost. And then um, went into the state in, in basketball. It's not just the, the champions who who go to the state tournament. Like uh, it's and it's multiple rounds, of course, uh, other than just the two. But so these the finalists went into the the uh, state tournament, and uh, I think Rio lost to Rebe Academy by like thirty points or something in the in the championship game. Kind of a rough rough day for them. Um, but they went through the state tournament. And I'll talk, we'll, we'll cover all this with Todd. They went to Central California and, and beat beat the Central Champ. They went to San Diego. They beat the Central, the San Diego Champ down there and then ended up having a rematch with Rebe, who beat them in the finals. And their coach, I think, was quoted as something saying, well, you can't change 30 points in a week. Um, Rio Hondo uh, had the lead in that game with a few seconds remaining. And um, it, it's kind of a, a game that I, I wasn't, I didn't get to see, but unfortunately, Rio uh, lost that game by a point or so in overtime they did not get to advance to the state championship. I know it was a heartbreaker for so many people, including our guest, Todd Carson, but he's, he's willing to talk about it. I've talked with him before. And um, so we'll talk about that state championship run in another sport, but still it's very fitting. And of course, um, Todd Carson, you know, being the brother of Mark Carson. So a lot to cover today. Hopefully you guys are tuning into this on the way up to, to Larry, whether it's uh, you know, Friday night, you're going up. Um, that's when I'll be making the trip. Um, or uh, maybe Saturday morning for some of you. I hope this podcast uh, kind of keeps you company. That's why sometimes the music we go a little longer, just because I'm like, man, most people are in the car. They're probably they're probably rocking out, jamming out anyway. So um, this podcast will air Thursday night. I think a week early, a week early, uh, yeah, a couple of days early, just to kind of with everyone's travel arrangements, everything. I just want the options out there for everyone to kind of keep that Thursday night uh, feel, even though the game is Saturday night. So uh, Todd Carson is scheduled to join us. There may be some other guests who make cameos i've i can't make any promises on that it is what it is we are uh we are a show that goes with the flow we try to plan ahead and, and keep it all going but uh sometimes you know you just hit 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 the mics hot and uh and start talking with your friends and and todd carson is a very dear friend of mine before i bring him on here in a second i just want to say todd has been there for me through so many things and he coached me when i was in junior high and seventh and eighth grade, we went into high school and then, uh, you know, did our thing there. And then when I graduated high school, I had the great opportunity to coach alongside Todd in the junior high program. And I did that for four years, coaching the seventh and eighth graders. I learned so much. Um, and Todd and I became extremely good friends. Some would say best friends in a sense. And it was an interesting relationship because he's, you know, 10, 11 years older than me, but we connected on so many things. And Todd and I are so like-minded and have just, uh, we just clicked and, and we were, we loved coaching. We loved sports. We loved going to random games. One of the greatest uh, thrills and something I can't thank Todd enough for is when I graduated college, um, he and I had always talked about going to the college world series as fans to watch. And, you know, he got us tickets and he worked alongside my mom behind the scenes to kind of make all that happen. And he and I went for about 10 days to Omaha, Nebraska and watched most of the college world series. And that is a memory I will never forget. Uh, back in 2008, we ate so much bad stadium food for a week and a half. Uh, maybe we'll cover some of that stuff, but uh, I owe him so much, not just that, that trip, but he's a guy I can talk to about anything and uh, just nothing but love for my good friend, uh, Todd Carson, who I, I look up to. And it was a tremendous honor um, back in 2012. Yes. I was in the Cal league still. It was a tremendous honor to be in, uh, in to be asked to 
be in Todd's wedding among many other great friends he has. And it was the middle of my Cal League season. I remember it was a Friday night. I'm, I'm rambling here, but since we're going up to Northern California, might as well, uh, or Central, I was umpiring at Modesto on like a cold Thursday night. And we were going to drive up to Todd's wedding the day after. And then I had to come back the next day or whatever it was. And um, the game went extra innings. The game always knows. The game always knows when you got something to do. And so 14 innings behind the plate and five hours later, rushed up to Todd's wedding. I think I got a day or two off and was able to come back to Modesto and get dropped off. So a lot of traveling there and a lot of traveling for you, real Hondo faithful out there as you are hitting the road. And I was kind of wondering if people were going to be making this trip. And then I saw kind of the outpouring when I kind of posted some things on social media. I'm like, no, I think we're bringing the Rio Hondo army with us again. Like we did it at Santa Monica. I think everyone's ready to, to make a little weekend of it. I think the Saturday game helps to maybe not have to take off work and, you know, do the drive. Hey guys, remember we've done San Diego this year. We have done, uh, you know, Moreno Valley. We've done Santa Monica. We've done Orange County. We've done it all. What, what's, what's another road trip, right? Bring it. Let's do this. So uh, Central California, about 185 miles away. Um, should be a fun, fun weekend that hopefully ends with another Rio Hondo prep victory. I will have more to say after I talk with Todd, but let's bring him on now. And maybe we'll see if uh, anyone else uh, jumps on board here. It is with great pleasure that, that I bring on my good friend, Todd Carson, who has coached the Rio Hondo and touched so many lives over the course of his career and uh, couldn't be happier to spend some time with him just chatting Rio Hondo prep football. Let's go to him now, Todd Carson. All right. As promised, we are now joined by Todd Carson from way up in Weed, California. And he, there we go. We we're already adjusting the, the camera and everything already. Coach Carson, the other Coach Carson, my good friend Todd. What's going on, man? Hey, uh, excited to be here. This is a, this is a great. Uh... Oh man. There we froze again. Our internet. I don't know. We got spies going on or what. All we ho heard was this is a great. And we're for this year. It's just uh, special, I think. Okay. What you just said, say it all again. Because yeah. <laughs> we froze again. We'll, we'll work through this. Go ahead, coach. Okay. So I'm going to start from what's going on. Yeah. Hey, Matt. Great to be here on the, the, the Charge <laughs> Keep podcast. And, um, a real exciting time to be a care you know this what's going on uh at this point of time in, in real hondo preps history is really really exciting uh things are getting bigger and better all the time and uh it's it's going to be a great week yeah for sure man and forgive us with the technical issues we'll try to pause it if we need to and just keep moving on we'll keep uh we'll keep pushing through as real hondo is uh, is known to do um, coach, let's, let's first, uh, I call you, you know, you're, you're Todd, your coach, you're, you're all these things, your coach Carson. I, I love you and Mark both. Um, let's go back to last week, man. You made the long trip from weed, California. I don't know how many miles that is, but, uh, you brought your boys down there and it seems like that was a moment that you were not going to miss no matter how far the drive was. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I tell you what, actually, um, I was semi in charge of our, we we're coming down for Thanksgiving and I was semi in charge of the, the, the schedule. I was trying to work out, okay, this is what family activities for the week. And this was like two or three weeks before Thanksgiving uh, week, but I actually put in the schedule, you know, persons drive back, back to weed after Rio Honda wins the CF championship. 
on Friday night. So um, we were looking forward to it. And sure enough, you know, every game is like, well, yeah, this might be the one that that's just too big, too much um, on the other side. Or, okay, this week's the one that's too much on the other side. But we kept winning. We kept winning. And now if you say that, you're real, you're silly because um, <laughs> there's there's really nothing, um, especially, I mean, I heard Mark, you know, do the max preps lining up of and how Santa Monica only lost to a team that lost to the, the division three champion by a touchdown, something <laughs> like that. So I'm, we're all the way up in division four, which is, is crazy. I mean, um, I would, it would be really awesome if we were in the, the smallest division because the South team doesn't have an opponent and, um, then Rio would come up here and it would be kind of in my backyard. As a matter of fact, two years ago, Fall River won this division for the state and they're in our local weed, uh, weed high schools uh, league. And so that would be awesome. But uh, yeah, so um, we, we did have an adventure um, getting to the game. So we left Mark's house about 4.30 Plenty of time. Uh, we get down there plenty of time. We're about 20 minutes, you know, from the stadium. And one of the kids wants to wants to go to a mall. So like, okay, we'll grab food. Um, we drove right by the whatever that mall is on the 405. It's come more like a strip mall, it's not a real mall. So they didn't really have like fast food or anything. <laughs> so, anyways, long story short, um, you know, I wanted to leave there by six. We we're still 20 minutes away. It turned into about 6.20. We get back to the car and our little attachment that carries our luggage was missing a part. And so I spent too much time looking for the part and then had to rig something. So um, we finally get there. Uh, we get into the parking lot uh, and it's game time. We hear... We hear the um, the kickoff and everything. So, and um, we got word that it was sold out. And uh, I I had a ticket, right? I got a ticket, um, but we didn't have one for the other guys. We were planning on doing it on the way down. Uh, but if you uh, ever take a, a ride in the Carson Mobile, at least one adult needs to be engaged at all times otherwise it could be an accident so we didn't get it ordered on the way down um so we're kind of like you know we're in we're in game mode too like okay i gotta get there <laughs> and we can't get locked out so we came up with a plan it's like okay so me and my two older boys are water boys so we're we're gonna get in free and then i'll give carla my ticket and i'll have her text claudia to get Mark CIF pass to get the other ones in free or to get them in period. Yeah. So yeah, we park, I take the boys and I say, let's go. And we get there and the walkways like, you know, 50 feet long, 12 feet wide. And it's just packed with people. And so I get into like Rose parade selling mode. Right. <laughs> and it's like, guys, I grab their hands, say, follow me. And I just like, start going through the crowd excuse me parvish you know the bugs bunny thing excuse me for it i'm just going through 
And we get to the front, and I just say, water boys, and we just walk right by. And we get onto the field. We got to go through the band. But at that moment, um, when we got inside the stadium, um, no lie, it was goosebumps. It felt like my first college football game mm. where the band was uh, was playing. And that was a really good band, by the way. Really good. Uh, and there were so many people and the buzz in the air. It was just like, wow, this is incredible. Uh, so yeah we finally get there and get to the sideline and uh enjoy the next uh, two hours tremendously but that's how it started coach you got to make that fashionably late entrance all the time i mean i don't know how many times we have friends and i'm like no we need to get there early no 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 not 20 minutes early not 30 minutes early you know what i don't have the wife and kids like you do but i will say that we have some great fans who get there an hour and a half early. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with sitting there for 90 minutes and watching warmups and things like that. But it sounds like things worked out for you. I, I saw you right. I think right at kickoff or right, right before. And I was like, Oh man, great Todd. You made it. I had no idea. You had all this, uh, this drama beforehand. So yes, oh, <laughs> got you in. I'm happy, happy. And then we, we, yeah. And I agree. The atmosphere was incredible. The real Hondo stands uh, could not have been worse, but we, we don't get the, the time and place of our battles, man. We just had to uh, show up, show out, and we did. And I was impressed with how many Rio Hondo fans came out to that. Yourself, Landon Goodwell from out of state. I guarantee you this. I don't think there was too many Santa Monica fans who, who traveled the great distances that all the Rio Hondo fans did. No. Uh, but I, 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 I thought, you know, they showed up well. And like I said, I really I actually sent their – band director an email just saying how much i was impressed with that band because uh you know a good band is like a good football team it can make an impact on on kids futures for sure and yeah. you could tell excellence precision um you know hard work all of that you can see that in that band i really appreciated that guy so i sent him oh, yeah. a little email that was uh yeah it was incredible the atmosphere was great it was it it was tough seating and, and, you know, I wish the game would have been somewhere else, but it is what I thought the band added tremendously to that. And then how close all the fans were on the field and even in the end, both end zones. I don't know how many high school games you see both end zones full. Uh, so that was phenomenal. And yeah, the atmosphere was, uh, was, it was, uh, ended up working out, you know, but uh, yeah, Todd, I mean, what did you, what did you make being on the sideline there, seeing it up close and personal? Um of that incredible football game, real Hondo preps, 22nd finals appearance. And you've probably seen a few of them. I mean, does this one kind of shoot towards the top as far as, you know, electricity atmosphere, what it meant to the program? Absolutely. Um, I think I was texting you before. I mean, I was kind of rooting for overtime to be honest, <laughs> because if, if there's no overtime, it's hard to call it the greatest ever, you know, because you had 77, you had yours, um, I think those are the only two overtimes. Um, but minus the fact of overtimes, I don't think there's ever been a more dramatic game. You know? <laughs> no. And, um, so, yeah, I, I, I wasn't rooting for overtime, but, you know, if it happened <laughs> and we won, yeah. But uh, so, yeah. And, um, yeah, like I said, the um, – the best uh the best part about it was 
um, like that, like that uh, writer wrote about just, you know, the real hunter magic, you know, and um, I think really when um, what's so special about real hunter football, um, what I experienced in basketball and what I always try to create on any team I coach is the magic. And, um, you know, the magic is doing something together with a group um, that no one thought you could do, but it, it, it happens because of the key elements, which are all those things you talk about all year, <clears throat> the hard work, the brotherhood, the sacrifice, the commitment, um, and, you know, you don't always get a championship. I mean, should, want, should I? All right. Sorry for the brief pause, guys. Uh, anyway, Todd, you were saying uh, all those things that, that, you know, lead to success. But unfortunately, they don't always lead to championships. And we've had some great teams uh, the past. Few, I mean, great, great teams the past decade, really, that didn't get to uh, raise that trophy. But that doesn't mean... Uh, that they didn't do the right things as well. Yeah. And um, when you win the championship, uh, everybody can see the magic. Um, when you don't win the championship, it doesn't mean the magic wasn't there. And that's, um, but that's my goal every season with, with my teams is to get them to understand you can do something very, very special uh, if you commit to it. And um, it's not just committing to become a great, player but it's committing to also become a great teammate and um so uh the football is is always there i like the way um i think it was uh in the book when the game stands tall about mm -hmm. the daily Set program you not only beat them but you leave them baffled and um that's what uh that's what you know rihanna football does uh to anyone who uh, dares to to play them. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it was another example of Rio Honda walking on the field. And, and I love how our guys go out there. They just, they're fearless and they, you know, they carry themselves. Well. I mean, these guys are built pretty well too, especially the linemen, but still we're, we're just not up to the size of the, the opponents we're playing. So I kind of, you can kind of hear if you listen carefully, the kind of the, the, the smirks or whatever, um, people chuckling like, man, this is their team. But then it usually takes about a quarter for people to be like, uh Oh, these, these little guys know how to play. And they, and you know, no one's told them yet that they're not as good as us or maybe vice versa, whatever. And so I think Santa Monica was shocked. Um, a lot of their bigger players didn't understand what was happening. And um, yeah, it was that, that never gets old, never gets old to me. Like, wait, these guys beat us. So was that kind of your perception as well? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I didn't quite have time to gauge the vibe of the Santa Monica fans like this. I, cause I um, went through it pretty quickly, but, but like you said, I mean, that's, it's such a fun place to be um, when people like laugh at you or um, don't give you the respect or credit. Um, because of your size or 
the size of your school or whatever reason besides um, the product you put on the field, they just underestimate you. And it's just that much sweeter when you win. So as an example, I want to throw this out to the real faithful. Um, I went out on the, I went on a, a, a Twitter space. This is kind of like a live podcast about a week ago. I talked with uh, Mark the shark. He's, he just, he does these like rankings of local schools in the San Gabriel Valley. He's a charter Oak guy and he gained a lot of, uh, he, he got a lot of respect for Rio after the, the big win a couple of years ago. So anyway, um, he had his final uh, season rankings this last or last night, I think it was. And it was the top 10 in the San Gabriel Valley. And we weren't on there and it was regular season records only. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, and, and he's a good guy. We chatted or whatever. And I'm just like, wow. Okay. And this, and again, it's all about your reactions, uh, Todd. I first was like, man, that's disrespectful. And then immediately I went into, no, we love this. I love this. I want the most disrespect from every, we need this fuel. This is what fuels Rio Hondo. You guys had a great season. And I know it was only the regular season rankings, but you look at the other schools on there and you're like, we're not better than any of those schools. And I think one of the comments, some of the parents were, were chiming in and, and I wanted things to be, you know, not too fiery or whatever, but he said, um, someone's, he said something like, I didn't hear, I, I've never heard about most of the school or any of the schools Rio Hondo beat. And I, I had to comment, of course I had to say, um, well, Torrance high school, the division 10 champs who, who smoked uh, West Covina, you know, that's all I left at. And so anyway, you could, we, we love the public, the, the pumping up of the program. And, and that's what we try to do here. But, but Todd, I don't know. I think we just have to embrace that nonstop. We did something great. It's not good enough. And you know what? That's a great thing. Good, good. You, we don't want to be on your, uh, your ranking anyway. We want to be real Hondo prep that the little, the, the guys that you continue to uh, take for granted throughout its history. Yeah, and um, in reality, it it doesn't um, it doesn't matter a whole lot, anyways. I mean, it, it does give us an advantage whenever we play somebody if if they underestimate us. So, um, I think as long as it gives us an advantage, then everybody's okay with it. Yeah. Um, but again, the main thing is that the players and the family, the Rio Hondo community understands what a special thing they're a part of and so that's really you know the most important thing and uh the other recognition is nice and um but it's not it's not that important i know that you have been a, a big believer in your brother mark for a long time it seems like you guys were born to coach uh young man you got to coach briefly for on a few uh, real hondo staffed him as the defensive coordinator you as the offensive line coach when you saw that ball knocked down by Nathaniel Shine on Friday night, when you saw it hit the ground, what was your what did your was your initial thought uh, to your brother or just the program? I mean, what did that feel like? If you can take me back to that moment, yeah, it was like I got to go get Mark. I wanted to be the first guy, not um, not to take away from anybody else, but I wanted to get get to him quickly and just say the words you did it and um that's kind of like a personal thing between me and him you know um <clears throat> there's things like you don't really talk about but that are understood like um he's been a part of many many championships and um, 
but he's never been the head coach of a CIF championship team, you know? And I just felt like, especially the past few years, like if, if we would have been in the division 12, you know, we'd probably have three already, you know? And again, he, he will not ever engage in that conversation because he's, I, it's not really what it's about for him, but um, he's like, yeah, I think he's just like, put us in seven, put us in four, put us in three. That's where <laughs> we want to be. So fine. I never, ever get a sense that he's disappointed because I'll get knocked out in the first or second round because we're in too high division. I never get a sense that he ever complains about that. Mm-hmm. We all do. We all say, yeah, you know, you guys, you should, you know, but he doesn't. Um, so I just wanted to go say quickly because I know um, he's going to be in high demand at that point and just, you know, give him a hug and say, you did it, you know, because uh, I wanted it for him, <laughs> you know. Uh, so that's what that. And uh, yeah, I wasn't close to him, but I did get to see Randy. Um, which was special to me too. And so I got to embrace him and say congrats. And then I, I ran over and, and found Mark and, uh, and then I had to hit the road. So, <laughs> well, uh, my, my dad was in attendance and, um, you know, so many real faithful were there. And my dad made a point to tell me, um, he saw Dave Carson, your older brother. And he said, Dave was Dave was just uh, beaming and he, and he felt that it was because he was so proud of his brother, Mark. And I think that's probably true. Um, if you, I don't know if, if you could speak for the Carson family, uh, Todd, I mean, the, the fact that your parents have been around for such a long time uh, towards uh, some of the beginning of care youth league and boys, Christian league and all that. I mean, do, do you think, uh, I know we know they're proud of him, but to see, one of your sons lead real Honda to a, a CIF championship has to just had to have just been such a thrill for your parents. Yeah. Um, so I guess kind of the way I'll, I'll answer that is, or address that is uh, when my son David Daniel was born. Um, it's he's, he's the um, first Carson grandson named Carson, you know, there's the two work boys, but he says, he says, my goal is to be alive when David Daniel is on varsity playing linebacker. Um, So what that communicated to me is um, I don't think my dad ever really played football. Like he played a couple games, but um, he was a a baseball guy. but he's come to appreciate how what the game means to Mark to all of us, and um, he loved it. <laughs> you know, he loves what we love about it, um, even though he didn't necessarily play. And um, I think it's you know you when your family or friends suffer, you suffer. Your family of friends rejoice, you rejoice. And so um, when 
you know, the look on Dave's face or how my parents felt or my sisters or um, A, it's like, well, we're thankful that Mark is not suffering. <laughs> but B, you know, kind of like I, I felt like he did it. You know, he did it. Um, and, you know, in the whole, uh, from an eternal perspective, it's just the cherry on top. And he's doing it every year, just like all those carry League leaders are. Um, but to have to have this, uh, that's that's the cherry on top, and it's just kind of like it's the outward symbol of what happens inwardly, I guess. You know, mm -hmm. kind of that. You know, just just um, a forever reminder of um, the investment and um, what it is and why it is. Um, we do what we do. Did you get a chance to uh, listen to the podcast last week? I, I mean, the past few weeks have been a lot of fun just bringing on Mr. Drain, Mr. Dowd. Um, I, it was really an honor to talk with those men and and to do, to do so with Mr. Dowd in person. And I learned a lot about the history of uh, not just Rio Hondo Prep, but the football program. And um, that was a that was a true joy for me, and um, I hope as many people enjoyed it as as I did. But uh, I know Mr. Dowd coached you briefly, as as well as Mr. Drain. What it was what was it like hearing from those men on the podcast? Amazing. Those are my favorites um, because uh, yeah, they they did coach me, and they take me back to the time when they when I was under those men, and that's a special time for all of us. You know, um, Mr. Dowd had me um, a varsity basketball when I was a sophomore. And um, plus I was along with him. Um, he was the varsity guy. So as a freshman or even eighth grade looking to the future, I'm going to play for Mr. Dowd, Mr. Johnson, Mr. Bunny, Mr. Work, all those guys. Um, and so went on summer trips with him and, I was actually really good friends with his son, um, Michael, you know, Mike Jr. Um, so, yeah, and I learned some things, too. I learned some things from Mr. Dowd uh, on the podcast that I didn't know. Um, so it's, it's great having those guys on. Those, yeah, those those are really special to me. And, and so I always encourage, <laughs> you know, the, the old timers, um, as uncomfortable as it may be, do it for your your children and your um your old boys you know uh because uh it's just a different setting it's 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 someone else asking questions about things that we never asked about and it's uh it brings back such a fond memories and it's um you know it's it's a a true blessing you know I really hope I don't, uh, I'm not that intimidating of a presence coach, you know, with uh, some of these guys, it's just, it's just me. I know there's a camera or a phone or computer, but that's just me having a conversation. Trust me that the, the pressures on my end haven't, I'm talking, I'm going to ask Mr. Ken drain certain questions. I mean, he used to, I used to do whatever he said all the time. I still hear him screaming in the night. So Mr. Dowd, a big presence, like, uh, there's nothing to worry about. I'm the one who should be nervous and, and I am often. So, uh, no, those, those are such a joy and an honor. And, and I, you know, it, I just enjoy talking to anybody really about the football mm -hmm. program specifically here on the podcast, but there's plenty other 
stories uh, to be told. Um, Coach Carson, this Saturday night, Real Hondo for the second time only, uh, only the second time, is headed to the state regionals in football. I I remember correctly, the last time was 2012, and you were still coaching the offensive line back then, weren't you? Yes. Um, that was uh, it was a great game. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, um, we lost. But the team that beat us played, I think it was Modesto Christian, and got beat like 63 nothing. So if that was our fate, might as well move on to basketball. But that was a great experience, you know. And we had – I mean, Nate Teichel was hurt. He was our starting running back. Um, and uh, – but that was uh, – that was a very, very uh, special experience. It was it's, – it's relatively new, the state playoff. And, um, you know, back then you could say, okay, if we win CF championship, we're going to go to state. Now it's like, you don't know. You may win, you may go, you may not go, you may go to some other division. Anyways, um, I guess it's, it's, uh, it's done that way for, for a reason, obviously, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a great, uh, opportunity for these guys. Well, well, the way I remember it was back then, you know, they only did like five divisions, a small schools division. And, um, we had just missed out a few years on kind of being, cause we qualified, we were the smallest school out there. And it was you, it was you Todd, who really in my, my memory, when I have a pretty good one is that you were the one kind of like dreaming a little bit within the program. Like, Hey guys, what if we played at the home Depot center or Hey, what if we got in the state playoffs, the state playoffs expanded. So it was no longer just go to the Home Depot Center, which is now the uh, StubHub Center in Carson. But you were kind of the one pushing those great teams in the in the 08, 09, uh, 11, and 12 to be like, hey, guys, we could not only play for CIF, but also a state championship. Do you remember kind of why you had kind of that motivation? Was it similar to Mark, just wanting to elevate the program to the highest of levels? Yeah. Um, and um, it's it is it is motivating you know, to me. And, um, I remember, uh, having a conversation with Mark a, a real long time ago. I don't think he was even on varsity coaching, uh, yet, but we we're, I think at the state playoffs and uh, watching De La Salle and, um, it was just like, you know, what if, what if that could be us someday? And, not that we're going for even, um, you know, to be them, to be that program, because we always want to be who we are, true to our values. But but if we were in that spot, we were playing for a state championship, what it would have taken to get there, that's what we desired. Because what it takes to get to that level um, is an amount of commitment and sacrifice that um, we really believe is the commitment and sacrifice that God requires of us, you know, and that's, you know, why, why we do sports, right? Um, so it's it's always like, 
great things demand a great price. And so if that's on the table, let's go for that because let's not limit God. Let's, let's um, commit ourselves and let's sacrifice and see, see what he does. And um, again, it's, it's, it's like happening, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like happening. It's like, wow. And I think Mark would say, um, it isn't the cherry on top, you know, that's, that's special. The most special thing is what it's taken to get to this level. The commitment the guys have made, the, the buy-in from all the families, all the administration, all the coaches and coaches' families. And, um, you know, if you take that mentality to life where you find out, okay, what does God want me to do? What am I going to do? And then you give it that kind of commitment and sacrifice. I think it's biblical that God will bless that. And it may not be in the form of accolades, honor, money, fame, but you'll, you'll get treasures in heaven, you know, and it'll be worth it, you know, and that's, and that's why it's nice to win because then everybody recognizes it was worth it. When you lose, it, you got to, you know, you don't, you lose the side of the big picture. But I look back and I say, was it worth it? And now the answer is yes, absolutely. Uh, we've talked about that, that basketball game and all that our team put into that. Would I do it again? Absolutely. Even though we didn't win because of what we built, what we gained by taking the journey. And, um, and so that's, uh, I think that's, that's why, you know, if, if I was putting a picture of Home Depot on the locker room wall or whatever, that's kind of my thinking behind that. I love, uh, love motivational stuff. So we're definitely trying to do here on the podcast podcast, whether it's music or, uh, different interviews and things like that. And so, yeah, it's funny how the mind works. What motivates you? Uh, for me, it's kind of when people tell you, you can't do something when, uh, it's just kind of, um, some people like to get challenged or whatever. And so, um, yeah, I think you and Mark hand in hand kind of throughout the years have really uh, helped elevate the program quite a bit. I mean, uh, Todd, do you remember, um, when you had the opportunity to become the offensive line coach at Rio uh, on the varsity. And I know so many young men who, who you had coached in junior high were really looking forward to that. And so when you got to be that guy, I know you took pride in it and ownership, just like so many other things. Uh, and you coached for uh, a great deal of time there, the offensive line and all the linemen I ever talked to, you know, they're just, that was, Oh man, Todd, T Todd Carson, man. And, and just, what was that like for you getting that opportunity? Number one. And then what the experience was like coaching varsity football and then get to do it alongside your brother all those years too. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so the vision there was, um, okay, guys, we know we've made it when the LA times writes an article about the, the real Honol prep offensive line. So <laughs> we never, but you know, that's kind of the, the same mentality. Um, you know, it's, it's really, uh, I didn't play offensive line. You know, um, so when that was 
my assignment it's like okay um i gotta i gotta figure this out <laughs> so did did a deep dive on it and um you know regretfully for the guys i had first i wasn't as good as as i was later obviously you know the 2014 um had i a i wasn't really in the high school yet but um had i been what i was when i finished coaching offensive line had I been that back then there's no question with those that personnel would have put up 50 points but i didn't i didn't know it all yet i didn't know what you know I mean, look at that line. AJ Corsini, <laughs> you know, Gabe Perez, Carlos Ortega. I mean, some true studs. And then Landon running the ball. And you yeah. had uh, <laughs> you got a guy who could sling it, Dan Pastor, and some great receivers, Tom Bragger. And, you know, this it's like um, you know, if that, if that, so there's that end of it, but um I really liked, I really ended up uh, loving coaching the offensive line because for some of them, it was all they had athletically, you know, the whole year. Cause that really, you play all, all, all year long, all three sports. And so if um, he was an offensive lineman, that body type isn't necessarily one that's good in basketball or baseball or volleyball. Um, but they really, really look forward to, football and oh, yeah. and so i mean you had some hungry guys and not hard to motivate them at all and um and then what i'd like to see is okay the confidence look you guys you guys are important parts of the team go take that into your next sport and seeing guys go from football the offensive line to contributing in other sports that was a um a blessing that I, I expect either, you know, so a um, couple things that just, you know, blessings I didn't expect, you know, how motivated they were and then how they, how much confidence they got um, after, you know, after, after football was over, you know. It, it was a really fun time and uh, it's not to take away from any of the other coaches out there. I think, uh, Dave Drain currently does a phenomenal job. Obviously, the the proof is in the uh, the excellence yeah. there. But um, you know, Bill Lee has has done some work. AJ Corsini does a little work there. But yeah, it was kind of your thing for a while. And I know talking to like guys like Zach Stiver recently, uh, my brother, of course, Sam or somebody, he, you know, guys, guys remember you and kind of when you first got into eleven man or the coaching staff at first part time, and then really being the guys that you thought outside the box. And hey, sometimes, as you mentioned, Todd. It takes a, it takes a while to kind of put all the pieces together, and then but once you do and you got a system down, then it's like okay, now let's roll, man. We got our guys, we know our system, we know our techniques, and uh, for man, you look at oh, what was it? Oh eight through, well, we can go even back to oh five. Anyway, oh eight through twenty twelve, whatever that was, five seasons, four championship game appearances, and three titles. That was a special time, man. And I think you were coaching the O line all the way through there. Yeah, uh, OH, I don't think I was there, you okay. know. So that one, the 04 team, 
I was doing junior high still and just kind of did like uh, double duty and then didn't come back up until I think 2010 or something like that. Okay. So, um, yeah, I missed uh, Eddie Garcia and Antonio, that, that era, and JT and those guys. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, the other thing we wanted to do was, hey, this is going to be a source of pride for us. And the funny thing is, <laughs> uh, this is kind of the, the dirty little secret. Uh, Randy can do it himself <laughs> because uh, he's such a good play caller that um, he's like, yeah, Todd, go do what you want. But, you know, most of the time he doesn't need the stuff I'm working on, you know, because he's faking everybody else out. Um, but, uh, but he, uh, you know, he, he and Mark, like you're saying, they've gotten to a level of uh, performance in their, in their particular jobs that, you know, it's like, the 10,000 hours to become, to become a, a master. I, my thought is the only one that could beat Mark is Randy. The only one could be Randy is Mark <laughs> with equal, you know, all things being equal unless they're completely outmanned. And so I was wow. like, Mark, you got to get to the point where, you know, you guys can scrimmage each other you know, 11 on 11, because iron sharpens iron. That's how, that's, that's how you guys get better. And he's like, yeah, we're almost there. Which is another like, wow, real Hondo having an actual, you know, uh, offense and defense. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. It, it and having like, and having like backups and like guy, oh, guys that go in. Yeah. Obviously is more guys on the team or whatever, but there were years early in 11 man where we didn't have, we didn't have enough guys to scrimmage 11 on 11. I mean, we had to Greg JVs come stand over here at least. Uh, so we know who to block, you know? So uh, yeah, just to know the, some of the history of the program and things. So no, you're right. Randy's been phenomenal. I know he, 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 Hey, give Dave, Dave drain and him work the iPad sometimes. And uh, Dave's even called a few plays that uh, happened to work here and there, but yeah, Mark, what I like I, about both of what's that. Dave drains a sharp guy. You yeah. Know? What I, what I like about both of those guys, uh, Todd and Mark and Randy, is that me seeing it up close and personal the past few years is they use their, I'll say their assistants because they're both the coordinators on each side of the ball. And they use and depend on their guys and they gather information from them. They also demand uh, excellence from them. If the linebackers aren't doing something, Coach Carson is lighting up JT, AJ Corsini, his D-line is it doesn't happen often, but you know, coach Carson and the, and every now and then someone will bite back at coach Carson too. It's brotherly love down there on the sideline and working together. And yeah, those guys trust their assistant coaches. Cause as you know, coach Carson, you're only as good as the people around you sometimes. Absolutely. That's, that's why I, I love coaching with you. I miss it, man. I miss coaching with you. We had so many big dreams and aspirations and uh, here we are talking on a podcast instead that that's not so bad either. Yeah. You, I was thinking of that magic. You remember, the magic of beating French Christian in baseball. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, uh, so that's, that's, uh, that was just something. Uh, so totally random game. We had no business winning, but yeah, that was like, I was like, that was the moment I was like, 
me and Todd got something going here. And it was, you know, it was all the kids. It wasn't, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, Hey, I want to talk Todd briefly with you about, well, not briefly, but however long we got um, your time in high school. And we've mentioned it briefly already that 1991 basketball run that you guys went on your senior year, you won CIF in football. And, and I want to touch on that also, because it had been eight long years uh, between championships between Rio uh, 82 and 90. And up until this season, that was the longest gap we had had. Now it's been 11 years and we finally did it. But um, I guess I'll start with football and we'll go into basketball since you, it was a state playoff run similar to football that we're going to do right now. Um, your football time at Rio, uh, I know you lost, I think, your junior year in a heartbreaker and then came back and, and kind of left no doubt in 1990 as a CIF champs. Was there kind of a pressure there that Rio hadn't won a championship in eight years back then? I don't remember that pressure. I remember the pressure, like we had to win this because we didn't win the year before. And, um, you know, kind of, it kind of goes, makes me think about the, the 87 team, my brother's senior year. Dave Carson and, and Randy Johnson. And Rodney, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and and then you added in some some studs from our class like Rick Johnson, Joe Parks, those guys. Um, you know, the best team doesn't always win. I mean, that that team. You know, you could argue that they're one of the best teams ever. You know, because look at look at I mean, Rod Heat and Randy Johnson and uh, Dave Carson. You know, I don't think you could say there's a better tight end ever than Dave quarterback. I don't think, you know, again, Randy's got to be, be up there yeah. and then Rod, you know, it was just a man child and then add Rick Johnson to that. And, um, Scary. but they lost, they, you know, um, so, but yeah, our year, the year we won it, it was, um, it was kind of anticlimactic to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, because, uh, the closest game I think was 35 points and that was, that was a championship game or something like that. Um, oh, and it was a, re a relief, then a big, you know, explosion of joy at the end. Um, but, uh, it's funny because I learned something at, after winning that, um, on the bus ride home uh there was a little emptiness inside and i was like this is weird like yes what what is going on because this is like this is what i've dreamed about for since i buy years old and there was an emptiness there and but i just kind of kept it to myself and you know um and then i heard like rick johnson he shared the same thing i think in one of his club meetings or something one of our you know, um, meetings and coaches meeting Arch Lair, whatever. And I was like, huh, is that a common thing? Um, so, but it did, it did um, kind of make me think about running the race for a heavenly reward. And, you know, there's so much in life where we think we, if we get that, we think, you know, it'll make us happy. And it never, you know, it never does. And so that, that was a lesson I learned. And so, um, I was trying to keep that in mind. The effort that you're putting in, the commitment that you're giving things, is it really going to satisfy? And uh, we are 
not doing people any favors if we don't um, point them to eternity and say, pursue things that satisfy. Um, give, give that commitment, yes, but make sure it's the things that are important and not just a blue trophy or um, a silver cup. So um, I get, I kind of got off topic there, but no, 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 it's all good. I think it, I think it's a great point because that's something I've learned over the years too, is like, and, and you take it outside of football or basketball, is it, it's like win, winning is weird too. Winning, it, it has this kind of like, well, we did it now what? And it's kind of like you celebrate it. But then if, as far as you watch coaches at the higher levels, as soon as they win a championship, they don't even get to celebrate it really. They are, right, we're going to start working for next year and try to do this again, you know? And it's just like, yeah, in, in success, when you get that promotion or you get, you know, you get the right girl or you, you, whatever it is, or you buy a new car. It's like, all right, these are great. But then it's like, all right, you still got to get up tomorrow and go to work. It's it's similar to losing. It's better than losing. I will say that. Uh, but <laughs> It's, it's weird. I totally understand it for those who think we're both nuts. Well, this is again, what I said, Todd and I are very like-minded. Yeah. I, I, I hated losing way more than I liked winning. If, 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 if more than I loved winning, whatever. Um, and so I try to stay neutral. Now I try to, you know, try to be the referee guy. Now I'm back to being passionate about real games. Anyway, those are my two cents. Let's go into your basketball season. You yeah. win football. It was like, yeah, whatever we won. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> anyway, you guys go yeah. on one of the most historic runs in, well, the most historic run in real Hondo basketball ever. Talk to me briefly about the season and then the state playoffs. Oh yeah. Well, we had some, uh, you know, just, just, um, real Hondo football moments in basketball. And so what I mean by that was like, we went to summer leagues and um, this one was at Nogales and we went in there and Nogales was um, sitting on the steps as we were walking in and laughing like, you know, they're pretend laughing, but they're like, like, really guys, this is what, who we're playing. And we beat them. And when we went, you know, back to Washington DC that year and played at Sidwell Friends, um same reaction you know i'm the tallest player when they announced me at center at 511 uh everybody just started laughing <laughs> and um but we beat them and um so you get those real football moments we got we got to get that in in basketball as well um because yeah i mean we had um bill who was 61 um but he wasn't the Billy everybody knows quite yet because he was still, you know, he was two <laughs> years younger than, than us. Okay. So he was still growing. Um, but everybody else was shorter than me and I was 5'11. And so, um, you know, you get that reaction like, okay, they underestimate us. And then we go out there and then all of a sudden it's close at the end and they start choking and um we win um so it was it was a really fun season except for the loss i remember losing to chadwick and um just thinking man why do we have to lose <laughs> that one game um we weren't even thinking about a perfect record but you had one loss one loss the entire regular season yeah we just wow. didn't 
we didn't like you said we hated losing we didn't want to lose especially to those chumps you know <laughs> and back then they didn't have their nice gym they had this uh it was like a circus tent and you walked in and your ears would pop and wow. the floor was i think rubber it was just a weird thing um but uh they beat us but then we got them at at, at our place um and uh and then <clears throat> so we we get to the cf finals and play rebay and they had beaten us the year before to knock us out um in the semis and so they wiped the floor with us they beat us by i think 26 points and they have um, quite a quite a front line right B bunch of big yeah. big dudes or yeah yeah again football-esque um I think their center was six, six or six, seven, um, forward, six, five, six, four guard, wow. six, two. And then their Man. point guard was five, seven, you know, really quick, quick dude. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they, they kill us, but, um, we find out that we're invited to this, to the state playoffs. I'm like, Oh, awesome. And we started doing the math and we're like, you know what, actually, if we, if we both win, we could play those guys again. And we were just like, all right, it's on. We're, we're licking our chops. We, <laughs> we can't wait to play those guys again. Um, and Mr. Lunny may rest in glory. Um, he scouted those guys and he, and I think he gave Mr. Drain a good idea. And it worked, um, wow. but yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, first game was on Tuesday. We left Monday about lunchtime. The girls actually were in the same uh, state playoffs as well, and so we traveled with them and played the same school down in San Diego. No and, way! Uh, I I so it, I know the girls made a run. I think the next year, the banners are. But I remember in ninety or I heard in ninety one. Yeah. The dub, both basketball schools in the state playoffs, just driving up the freeways. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we went down there and uh, they lost, but we won. And yeah, so five, I don't know if it was 5A or 5AA. They combined them for the state. Yeah, that's what happens. So there used to be five divisions with A and AA. And then for state, they would combine them. Okay, so, so we were the yeah. lowest division in basketball, and then for the state, it was we went, kind of went up a division. So, like um, teams like Poly and Flemish and those schools, they were five A and we were five AA. So they combined those divisions for state. So there's five divisions, and um, so we went down there and beat beat them in, in San Diego. Got to stay in a hotel. It was cool. And then came back the next day, got there about, I don't know, 2 or 2.30. I remember watching the JVs practicing baseball. And then the next game was um, on Thursday. So we went to school in the morning and left about noon again to go up to kind of up where we're coming this Saturday, Fresno area. It's a town called Reedley. And uh, what was cool about that was a small town community. And they were it. That was that's what you did in town, you know. Yeah. So, go there, and it's a packed gym, and um, we're on the local TV station and on the news in the hotel after the game, 
And so that was kind of fun. And, you know, get get a stipend and food for mo mo uh, money for food and a hotel again. And so to us, this was, you know, I'm used to camping on a summer trip, you know, sleeping 40 nights in, in a tent, never really did the hotel thing. So we felt like we were kings. And then the state game was on Saturday. And so we came back Friday after winning up in Reedley. And then, uh, you know, no use going to class, get there at 12 and, you know, yeah. just get ready for the game tomorrow. And, so and that, that was good. That was the Southern California regional final. The winner of this game plays the team from the North in the state championship the next week. Yeah. And what was cool was uh, their, their coach was quoted in the paper as saying, they asked him what they thought. Hey, you're playing Rohano again. What do you think? He's like, you can't change 30 points in one week. And so we're like, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, and sure enough, you know, we had it and, you know, they ended up going up and, and without their starting point guard because he got injured, um, they beat the team from the North by 20. So we were just, you know, one Todd Carson mistake away from being state champions in basketball. But um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, again, like I say, I look back and what we went through as a team, you know, was it worth it? Absolutely. You know, um, so if there's anything, however it turns out Saturday, um, just know that this whole season and on all the work starting at five years old when these guys start in Carries League, all the parents, all the sacrifices they give, all the all the Carries League coaches give, all the teachers give, it's all worth it, you know, because of, of what the uh, these guys are gaining. Yeah, very well said. And I, I had to have you on with us kind of being in the state regionals and kind of reliving that 91 basketball run because – this is unique. It hasn't happened that many times. In 2012, we bust down, I believe, and bust up. This week, I mean, the guys could stay in a hotel, and I, I, I am hopeful that everyone stays, you know, clear-minded and and knows, hey, this is a business trip, guys. And one nice thing about Rio Hondo, Coach Carson, is that, uh, you know, Rio kids get that get that experience way beforehand. The summer trip, you get to stay together in hotels and campgrounds or wherever for four or five weeks, and so you know how to carry yourselves accordingly and be like. Oh yeah, we're just we're doing the summer trip up here for uh, for a football game. No big deal, right? Yep, and that's you know that's not um, it's a small thing, but it's it's uh, it's like your dad said. There's there's uh, all these little things add up, you know. And what Mark has kind of brought the program to, you know, adding well the podcast, adding um, Coach Golar. I mean, that's huge. Um, adding um, there's something else I heard in a podcast. I can't remember, but well, my, well, how about, well, how about that weight, the weight room we, we got now? I mean, yeah. the donations there, I mean, the team dinner, I mean, we talked about that, yeah. but just, it, it's, but all, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all brick by brick kind of built to where we're at. Yeah. It's a concept of, uh, you know, incremental changes. Uh, there's a story about the British cycling team. I don't know if you've heard that, but they, they've been terrible 
mediocre forever, the British cycling team. And, uh, you know, they were so bad that bike manufacturers would not allow them to buy their bikes because they didn't want to be associated with them. So they, they were going to have the Olympics in, in the UK. And so they hired this guy to come in and try to turn things around. So what he does is he starts finding all these little things um, marginal improvements like, okay, what what um, type of pillow does each rider sleep the best on? What type of seat um, causes the least amount of friction, you know, on, on the riders um, when they're riding? All these little 1% better changes. And then, well, what happened? Um, it turned it around. It wasn't a big thing like, you know, we got to do this new weight training program or, or whatever. It was all these little things. And they started winning gold medals, Tour de France's, and they absolutely turned everything around. And, you know, building on the real tradition, what Mark has done is he seemed to add all these little things um, that, you know, they don't seem big in and of themselves but when it's just one little thing that is an advantage right you've been there you're not gonna struggle sleeping or whatever it is you know because they've had practice right and it's it's all those little things that uh you know they add up and they make a, they make a difference absolutely and 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 based off of a when you have a foundation such as real hondo prep football um, that started, you know, in the sixties and seventies. I mean, when you build off that, it makes it that much more special. And and this year has been special honoring that 73 team 50 years ago, the first champions of Rio, and then being able to do it. I mean, that's just so poetic and cool. You could talk about it, but to do it is, is just awesome. And it's built so many people brought so many people back. And so it's a tremendous honor on my end, Todd. And um, yeah, the little things they add up and that's not just football. That's, everyday life. I've, I've found that uh, for sure. Um, if you would, we'll let you go here soon. I know you got kids to chase around and put to bed and all that stuff. I, I, uh, please give a big thanks to your lovely wife, uh, Carla, for letting me take away some time from you. Um, you are making the trip down South from weed, California. Um, and I heard, uh, you might be bringing a few friends with you from, uh, from up that way. I'm doing my best. I really, I really, uh, hope so. Um, trying to bring John Lee. I know he's very involved with the podcast. Mike Whiteside, maybe. And people may not know him, but, you know, one of the best uh, running backs in real history. He was on my team. Um, and uh, possibly Steve Ahmed. Um, he's, you know, so the Northwest is going to try to represent on uh, Friday night or Saturday night. Um, but definitely if you guys, who's, who's the, the finals against, uh, the, Oh, the two possible teams in the North. Yeah. Uh, I forget because I didn't, I didn't look that far ahead coach as, as Norman Dale said in, in Hoosiers, you don't, you don't look ahead to, uh, <laughs> to the, uh, the opponent in the state playoffs, but, uh, I could do this for you if you like, let me pull up, uh, yeah. CIS. Alma or and I don't know who, where those places are. Uh, so they're probably Bay Area. One is um, Salinas, Salinas, California. 
Oh, Salinas. Okay. Yeah, I know where Salinas is. Um, but yeah, if you get there, um, I got a real special guest coming. But uh, well, well, yeah, well, well, say that again. Say that again, coach. What are you saying? I say if you get, if we get to that game and it's up here, I will bring a very special guest. Oh, I got you. Well, coach, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I, I believe the the sites for the state games are already uh, selected. Okay, well, the next year. Next year, <laughs> whenever they come up north. No, we would love – yeah, hey, that, that means the boys got to do it again. But, uh, yeah, we're hoping for Pasadena City College. Again, got to win this one first, but um, that would sure be nice. So, um, Todd Carson, my good friend, um, great coach to so many people and a lifelong leader to all of us. Uh, final thoughts, anything you want to say here as we wrap it up and, and head off to the uh, the state regionals, man? I can't wait. Um, I'm ready to leave now and get yes. there for the game. And we were talking in our group text there, but uh, no, we'll see everybody there. And those of you who can't make it um, watch the broadcast and we'll feel your support and uh, we'll see you there. I forgot to tell everybody we got to break it now and it's, it's, it's uh, official. So we can, we have to, I'm, I'm going to say it. Uh, Coach Carson here, he's walking right off the street and into the broadcast booth for the state regional on Saturday night. His nephew, Kyle Horton, unfortunately cannot make it. Um, and so we're thinking, who's going to be the replacement? And so you were asked and you uh, respectfully accepted and you jumped onto our broadcast team group text message today. And, uh, you know, we were giving you some good jabs at everything. Have a, you, you found out right away that the, the broadcast team, Dave Guerrero, Mr. Bray, myself, Kyle, uh, Clark, we like to have a good time on that text chain. Well, that's a lot of fun. That's a fun group. Yeah. <laughs> Enter Kirk Herb street and try to, uh, step up and fill Kyle's shoes on Saturday. So I'm going to be watching some film and, Doing my homework, like Kirk Herbstreet says, and and hopefully um, stay out of Clark's way. That's right. That's how we're going to get you the game early. Is also is, is putting you in, making you broadcast guy. So yeah, that was that was planned uh, planned well ahead. Uh, Coach Carson, if you're watching, you guys watching, if you if you're going to go to the game, great. But if not, watch this game on NFHS. Uh, pay a couple dollars and get to watch Coach Carson with Clark Bollinger and uh, and company. The rest of us uh, putting out a great show. Todd, can't thank you enough, man. Uh, Love you, and I appreciate just your friendship and just what you've meant to me and and to so many other people out there. I can't wait for this game. I can't sleep. It's it's time to just I don't know head north and south for you. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. I appreciate you as always, and uh, we'll see you there. Let's do it. See you soon, brother. Always a pleasure getting to chat with my good friend. Todd Carson. I am blessed to have uh, both him and his brother Mark in my life and some and the family, of course, that is uh, is uh, phenomenal. And again, has uh, you say the Carson family and you can't help but smile. So to Todd and Mark and to uh, everyone, Dave, uh, Christina, Melissa, Mr. and Mrs. Carson, a special group of people. And um, we know you'll all be watching in some way on a Saturday as uh, the Cares will attempt to uh, advance to their first state championship in school history. And uh, you know, come out with a victory in the regional round, which they have never done before. So uh, just a lot to be thankful for um, a lot more things to be fired up about. Um, I'm not going to go into too much great, te great 
detail left. There's not a whole lot more to say. Last week we said a lot in building up the championship and even the semifinal the week before. Now it's kind of like, well, here we go. Jump on the road. Enjoy the road trip. Get up there. Enjoy yourselves and uh, patiently wait for the uh, kickoff to start. I do know it will be very cold up there. It's reported to be in uh, maybe the 40s, low 40s at, at kickoff and maybe even a, a lower than that. So be sure to bundle up and uh, be ready for a long, cold night. Um, the game is at Tulare Union High School, I believe, which is uh, which is uh, offsite from uh, the Mission Oak campus. It is at the campus of Tulare Union High School. And uh, what was the stadium called? Bob? Old Bob... Uh, Bob, Bob something, uh, stadium. Uh, anyway, I posted it on uh, social media. So you guys know where that's at, get there early and get those tickets, uh, while, while you can, so that, uh, there's no issues <laughs> like there were like, I don't anticipate that this week. It's, it's an actual stadium. And, um, I think the parking, someone said something about the parking being tough, but if we get there early, we won't have any issues. And it sounds like a lot of people are going to be there, uh, Friday night or even early Saturday morning. So, Cannot wait for this, guys. Uh, hopefully a fun weekend. We always remember. Um, I won't talk about too much of the logistics of the team and what they're doing. I'll kind of save that, to keep that private uh, as I want to keep them all focused and everything. But the one thing I will say to the team is that, you know, you guys have come a long way. You're champions last week. And again, if you're still hungry for that state championship, um, you know, we're not done, as I mentioned. And, you know, I was a teenage boy once. Uh, some would say I, I still am at times with some of my behaviors, but you know, um, I would say stay focused in those hotel rooms. Um, it's easy to travel, get out of school and to be a young kid and, you know, do stupid things. We all did them. I did them. Um, but this is a business trip and I, and I would implore them to, uh, stay focused, uh, get to bed early, get that rest, compete in everything as coach Carson is always, um, emphasizing to you guys, uh, there'll be plenty of time for, you know, messing around and pranks and all those things, uh, after football's over or whenever, you know, not to say that you do it during other sports, but, uh, you know, it's a time to be extremely focused. And I know that's hard at times for, uh, for young men. Heck it's, it's hard as a, as an older guy too. So, uh, stay focused guys. Uh, I know that's a lot, long trip, a long time of waiting around, sitting around, but I'm sure there'll be plenty of food, uh, all throughout the day and everything you guys can enjoy and uh, stay focused out there, man. I believe in you guys. And, and I know so many other people believe in you guys as well. And, uh, I, I think you got this, you got this, and we're going to be proud of you, uh, no matter how it, how it turns out. Uh, I did want to touch briefly on, uh, the Mission Oak Hawks that we are facing beat the Hawks. Uh, they are nine and five, which is why they got the home game. Um, of course, that's a far better record than 13 and one. We won't go into that. We are road warriors and we're ready for the challenge. Uh, but they uh, nine and five on the season. They did have a three game losing streak kind of in the middle of their season. And the, the names on here, the team name names on here. We don't know anything about these teams because this is central California, but I'll just kind of run through their scores real quick. They opened the season over uh, Monachi, uh, 33 to six. They lost to Taft in week two by a forfeit. That's kind of odd. Uh, they went to Roosevelt. I don't think that's LA Roosevelt, although maybe it is. Let me see. No, I, that, why would they come South? Uh, all these central teams, uh, they lost to, or excuse me, beat Roosevelt 31, seven. They beat Mount Whitney. 25 to 22, pretty close game there. Central Valley Christian, they lost to 64 to 38. Man, that is a lot of kickoffs. Uh, Tulare Western High School, they they beat Tulare. So there's a Tulare Union, a Tulare Western, and a Mission Oak. How big is this town? I heard it was a small town. Anyway, Mission Oak beats Tulare Western 33 to 20 uh, in the very end of September. And then the three-game losing streak to start the month of October with losses at uh, Lemoore, 42 to 17, loss 
32 to 25 to Tulare Union in a loss to Hansford, 35 to 34. Uh, close, close one there by one point. They got back on uh, the winning track at the end of October, and that is where uh, they sit now with five straight wins. It looks like. I don't think those were all the playoffs. No, they end, had a, a, a victory to end the regular season against Danuba, 28-27. Man, back-to-back one-point games there. And then in the playoffs, they had wins over Independence, 38-31. Uh, Mount Whitney, who they beat earlier in the year. Is that a repeat? Yeah, it was. Uh, they won by three points in that earlier in the year and then beat them 35-12 to in the second round of the playoffs. Washington Union, they beat 39-25. to And... They beat uh, Kermit Kerman, uh, 34 to 14 in the championship game uh, back uh, last Friday. So uh, we got them again uh, this week. It looks like they're um, looking at some of the, I guess I should be showing you guys these things too. I should be sharing the screen if, if you would, but I was just kind of blowing through these uh, really quick and thought, didn't think we'd be uh, spending uh, a whole lot of time on here. Kenny Jackson is uh, their top wide receiver. You know what? Let's bring you guys in here. Why not? Don't be selfish, Matt. Show the crowd. Show the crowd what's going on. Anyway, sorry, guys. That was selfish of me. Uh, this is uh, the Max Preps page, of course, for um, Mission Oak. Mission Oak, not Oaks. And uh, here is rushing yards per game wide receiver Kenny Jackson. He also is their leading receiver. That's kind of odd. Wide receiver is a leading receiver and Six foot one, 190 pound uh, wide receiver. Uh, number three, Kenny Jackson. Keep an eye on him. He's getting the ball most of the time. Their quarterback is. Oh, I just had this. What is going on here? My apologies, guys. Got to be better than this. Sorry, it's been a long day, but no excuses. No excuses at all. I thought it was Gutierrez passing. Here we go. 14 games played. One attempt. Okay. Whoa. There he is. Gonzalez. 334 pass attempts for 2,866 yards, as well as the quarterback number eight. What is the first name there? Mr. Daniel Gonzalez. 5'11 senior quarterback. And he wears number. Did I mention that already? Yeah. The number he wears. Okay. Number eight. David Gonzalez is their quarterback. And Mr. Jackson is uh click he this team puts the ball in the air quite a bit because their rushing yards is not. Let me see. Yeah, they got a lot of guys, wide receivers with 650 yards, 710 yards, 300 yards, 639 yards. So they spread the ball around pretty good. And didn't get a chance to really look at some film here, but just wanted a brief little stat thing as who their guys are. Quarterback number eight. And uh, Jackson, their top target there on offense, number three. A couple guys have, uh, like I said, six foot one, 190 pounds, and then mentioned some of the other wide receivers on there that I was looking at there briefly. Okay, not a whole lot going on for me tonight as far as the breakdown. We had a great fun conversation with Coach Carson, and uh, there we go, some stats here. Kenny Jackson. Daniel Gonzalez has 12 touchdowns too. Okay. Interesting. Well, hold on one quick thing, one quick thing. And then we will get out of here, sing the alma mater and uh, call it a night. Um, yes, there we go. So a few different guys. Okay. Those guys have all thrown, you know, one pass or whatever. 
Gonzalez, Gonzalez is their quarterback, but Kenny Jackson, they get him the ball a lot, six touchdowns, uh, rushing, uh, Gonzalez is the speedster, their quarterback, 12 touchdowns rushing. So, uh, Gonzalez has 12 touchdowns rushing and not 10, 34 touchdown passes. He does have 10 interceptions. So I think that is our best route to victory there, guys, get the ball. Um, sounds like a very mobile guy, similar to, uh, Vista Del Lago. Um, and probably a better passer than we've seen in, uh, in, in recent weeks as well, more consistent passer. So that's it. That's your, uh, brief, very brief, uh, report from mission Oak football at this point of the season, guys, it's, uh, you know, it's time to just get on the road and, uh, and call this a, uh, call this a state regional, right? Not a whole lot to break down. We'll leave it to the experts. I'm, uh, my job's to bring you some, uh, fun interviews, some music and some, uh, some, uh, what's the word content to build up for the game. Hopefully you guys are already safe travels. It's going to be cold. It's going to be uh, dark. If you're traveling late Friday night, um, take your time, everybody, no rush to get up there. And um, yeah, if you leave early enough, I think uh, the stadium issue shouldn't be any issues there. And let's bring out the, let's bring the noise. Once again, the RHP faithful can't wait to see everybody there. Um, I don't know if it'll be as big as it was last week. I'm sure hoping it is. I put a kind of a roll call thing out there for, uh, you know, see who was going to be coming out to the game. Uh, and it sounds like a lot of people are making this trip. So uh, I don't know if we're going to flood all their hotels in Tulare or what, as far as people go, but uh, excited for the real Hondo turnout. And I, and I, I really do believe that man, the real Hondo faithful, they, they travel probably better than anyone out there. Uh, regard, you know, maybe regardless of getting on planes and things uh, if there's, if there's a car trip, a bus trip somewhere, the real faithful is going to, going to come out. And if you have any doubts, man, about coming out to this game Saturday, you could even do it in a, in a quick day trip up and back right after the game. That'd be tough, but um, it can be done. And if you, if you've, if you are kind of on the fence about whether to come or not as a question I posed on the social media and I said, uh, have you ever regretted making a long drive to go watch real Hondo play? And on the flip side, have you ever regretted not going uh, to a real game? That was uh, you know, big, big, long drive that, and, you know, it was a big game or playoff game or something. So think about it. Let me know what you think. Or, and uh, maybe we'll see you there on uh, Saturday, regardless. Can't wait for this guy's state championship on the line to pot potentially get there. Um, this is big. Last week was huge. So excited for those guys and what they've accomplished. If it's, if it's where the road ends, they got nothing to be ashamed of, but I think they're, they're hungry for a little bit more as, as are the rest of us. Um, last week was Thanksgiving and I forgot to kind of mention all the things to be thankful for, but I'm incredibly thankful for real Hondo prep football. It has given me um, new life and new passion, um, especially the past few months. And I'm just, I'm thrilled at the product and where it's going and those, how those bricks are being, um, being laid and built through, through everything. And I'm incredibly thankful for everyone out there and, and the support and just, uh, and then the young men just, just keep it up, keep representing because when this all ends, we're going to be like, what do, what do we do with our weekends now? You know, there's not going to be pregame shows and games to go talk to go to and to talk about. And so there'll be other things to do. And life moves on as I talked with the Todd, Todd there about, but we love real Honda football and thankful for everyone who's a part of it, whether you're old school alumni or a parent uh, of a freshman or, or whatever it is, we are all family and can't wait for this adventure to continue this Saturday night up in to Larry, California, the Central Coast, the Central uh, Division champions, the Mission Oak Hawks. Let's go, guys. Enjoy the adventure. Drive safe. 
We'll see you up there. Let's go one more time. Let's do this. Let's go, Rio. Beat the Hawks. Man, man.